Welcome to Gotta Cast Em All, a Pokemon podcast from Foul Entertainment. And I'm Mike. And I'm Darren. And today we're going to be taking a look at more Sun and Moon news, finally. It appears like the start of every month appears to be a big information dump for these new games. And I'm okay with that. It appears that the days of Coral Coro having the exclusives are dead, which means Nintendo can do it and they've done it fantastically well so far. So here we have another big trailer. And then Japan also got a lot of little 15-second vignettes for all the different elements. And oh boy, there's a lot more news to cover, so let's us cover the news. First up... Let's. Well done, Nintendo, by the way, for having two good ideas in a row. It's been several years since you've managed that, so... Yeah. Well done. It's pretty rad. Um, Obviously, we should get into the ones that were pretty much all but confirmed before this trailer was released... Uh, but now he's confirmed our legendaries are indeed called Solgaleo and Lunala. Um, well, Lu- everyone was calling it new- Lunara as the Japanese pronunciation. And I was like, it'll probably be called Lunala. And I was right. Well done, Maggle. What we weren't right about, though, was the typings. Yeah. That, that, very different from what I expected. We were off. I don't think we predicted Psychic for either of them. Nope. And the Sun Pokemon is not a fire type. Yeah, the Sun Pokemon is Psychic and Steel. Interesting choice. Although in the meta game, kind of really good. So as you can steal has a lot of at least half resistances. Very few super effectives. This is why Metagross is still terrifying like ten years after it's been out. So essentially we've now got Lion Metagross. Yeah. That now has an ability that stops all stat changes. Just like clear body. Yeah, kind of it's oh, yeah. essentially the Uber version of Clear Body. Yeah. So like, oh you're gonna change that. Nope. So that's cool. And it has a move called Sunsteel Strike that ignores Pokemon abilities. And uh, yes, it ignores all abilities and I believe all. Um, so, say you do like Swords Dance, Swords Dance, Swords Dance, right, stuff right. like that. Okay. It will ignore that. So, fun. Cool. Basically, um, is stupid overpowered. Yeah. I feel like for anybody who's playing this for the metagame, they've already know they're going to pick Solgaleo. Yeah, because Lunala is, correct me if I'm wrong here, he's Psychic Dark? Psychic Ghost. Psychic Ghost, We sorry. predicted it was going to be Flying Dark, but then, of course, we said that's a yeah. re- recreation of Iveltal. Uh, we might have said Ghost Dark, actually. I think we might have actually got mm-hmm. Ghost right. But no, Psychic Ghost. Which is a first, I believe. No, it's a second, actually. Oh, wait, I can do this. Psychic Ghosts. Um, Christ, Generation, Michael, Generation. Six. Oh, Christ, was there a psychic ghost? Yep. Ah, um, um, uh, I don't know, Michael, help. Hooper. Oh, flipping Hooper. Hooper is the only Pokemon to share that same dual typing. So, this is the first psychic ghost Pokemon that you can catch that isn't an event Pokemon. Mm -hmm. So, technically, it's a first. I should have just let you have that. Technically, it's a first. Thank you, Michael. So, the the Pokemon named after a bat with big wings is not a flying type, and the Pokemon named after the sun... He's not a fire type. Yeah, they're playing. They're, they're playing city games. Yeah, but they've offered us something interesting. A a a, a air quotes first style typing for the moon Pokemon, which unfortunately does have not that many things. It is super effective against, and a lot of things it is super. Other than Solar Leo, because that's what I mean. It's got a ghost type against a psychic type, essentially. Because I don't think, unless I'm wrong, ghost is ineffective against steel. No, right. she's normally effective. Right, so so 
again, as we did last time round, we have a Pokemon with a clear disadvantage against the other box legendary. Not particularly. Not particularly. The Psyching type will make it equally effective to each other, and Steel, un- unless if it's a if it's a special Steel move, mm. it's going to be normally effective. If it's a physical Steel move, it isn't going to hit. So, I don't know. Basi- ah. Basically, it's a very interesting decision, uh, and I think it's one that will eventually lead us to where we're going to go. I am leaning towards Sun at this point. I believe I'm going to go Sun. Purely because in terms of the meta game, I think I would like to have a Psychic and Steel. It ticks two boxes that I normally field on secondary types, so I'll normally look for a Psychic Dark, for example, mm-hmm. or I'll look for a Psychic Ground, or something like that. Yeah. And then... At the same time, one of my favourite Pokemon is Scizor, who is Bug Steel. Or I'll look for, uh, say, like Honedge, who was Ghost Steel. Oh, Honedge is the best. Honedge is a badass. Oh. Love Honedge. But there we go. So he essentially becomes my lion-shaped Honedge for okay. the Okay. Well, I'm leaning Moon. So they, this helpful. works out, actually, then. It really does. Shall we lock that in? Oh, no. Because you've got the other version exclusives are. That is true. Oh, silly but I think we're both leaning towards Rowlet for starters anyway, so like... Yeah. 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 Um, so we're going to have to see on that one. But, well, that was kind of stuff we did know. Now, character names, I believe you kind of knew? Yeah. Um, I got... Basically, I think me and the rest of the internet were pretty much 100% on the nose about the Professor characters. Our Professor for this region is indeed Professor Kukui, uh, which is indeed a type of tree. Whee! So it's there. Um, he is a younger Professor... Um, there's been a lot of debate on the internet about whether he's married, which is a bit of a weird debate to have, but he's been, he's been seen wearing a wedding ring. Whatever. That has never come into play. The only time a marriage has come into play in Pokemon is when your gym leader was your dad. Yeah. That's it. It's not a big deal. What is a big deal, though, is that Kukui appears to be giving you advice through your new Pokedex. Uh, seems to be doing video calls as we saw in a lot of other trainers, mm-hmm. and he's still not the Pokemon. The, the, he's not the Pokemon. He's not a Pokemon. He's not the professor who gives you your Pokemon. That still belongs to Hala, who is also Ooh. named after a tree, presumably the island's old professor, in much the way that um, Professor Juniper's dad also exists in Gen Five. I had a thought this morning. Wouldn't it be cool? If just once one of the Pokemon professors turned into a villain, it's we haven't not, had that. It's before. not going to be Kukui. He looks too but, friendly. Uh, now we have two professors. This is good because you can guarantee one of them is going to turn evil. Mm, it didn't happen last time. I've when we had two we've never had two professors. We've uh, had Oak visiting the other professors. Yeah, Oak visited Elm, and then we've got the two Junipers. Like it's it's never happened. No, but they weren't. However, yeah. I agree that one of the characters we've been introduced to may be a villain. Is it the woman? It is the woman. It's Lily, I believe, or Lil, or whatever it is. I don't know. I was like, Lil looks too much like Lily from Tekken, so I was she, like... She mm. just looks... Her, she just start flipping, we'll be okay. Her promotional art is very stern, and her description on the website says that she doesn't like Pokemon fighting. She doesn't agree oh, with Pokemon no. fighting. I know. And here's the thing. Uh, Professor Kukui's main form of uh, research is in Pokemon fighting moves, this is why Rayolik comes with a grass move at the gate now and uh-huh. why starters start with their specific types because that's why he studies. In fact, one of the Japanese clips shows how beat up his house is. It's presumed that this is because he actually lets the Pokemon use the moves on him. 
because he's so buff he can take it. Which is, I like that he's a more hands-on professor. That makes him odd. I know, he's well odd in it. He doesn't wear a shirt, so he's instantly a douche, <laughs> but he's well odd. Um, we also get introduced to, we don't have rivals anymore. No, we have travelling companions. Yeah, and that didn't get on their tits at all in the last game. Yeah. We always have to bring them Pinky Perky and the rest of the fucking gang. <laughs> at least there's not four mates. of them this time, it's just uh, him. We don't know that yet, fine. Michael. We don't know that yet. Uh, true. Um, yeah, his name was? How? No, what was his name? How? How? Look, we can name? we can do the whole who's on first routine How? if you want, but you know we're on time. I miss how to. That's a good TV <laughs> yeah. show. H A U How is the name of our friend slash rival who appears to always pick the Pokemon that you are super effective to. So he is instantly on the back foot. Oh, yeah. That's, that's so unlike tactic. so it's like in X and Y you have Selena and the other one Shauna. He Shauna, as it was. The little pink one that called me Big D. That's the one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could have that could have gone a different way. It really could have. Uh, whereas Selena was more um, the one who picked the one who was strong against yeah. you and was your direct com- competition. You also ran into the other one, Shauna, a lot. Yeah. Um, but she had the team that was weak against you. Well, that has to mean that they have yet to reveal a rival that will pick the super effective one. Might be Lily. But if she doesn't like Pokemon fighting, Michael, then we're going to have another N on it. Fucking yeah, head. but as I say, look at Team Plasma. We want to stop Pokemon from fighting by making Pokemon fight. <laughs> Good job, guys. Well done. Foolproof! Um, <laughs> well, yeah, not much really given away by that. Now, the two big things we did get from this trailer yes. was a bigger look at Alola. Alola. The Alola, Alola region. Um, which we, as we correctly guessed in the last episode yep. it's not just one island but a series of them four well five if you count the man-made island in the middle uh, a four huge land masses yep which is cool um and one smaller landmass that is man-made now i don't i want to point out that's not just something i've like picked up on which it's very easy to pick up on it is there but the pokemon website itself does tell you it is Four landmasses and one man-made landmass. Which we're going to have to presume is, is the, the Pokemon, Pokemon League. League. It's got to be. Because the Pokemon League is always... Well, in fact, in the last few games, it's been central. Yeah. And the rest of the region is rounded. So that makes sense. But it's um, really only Gen 1... It's like the first three Gens had Pokemon Leagues that were sort of in the most up, tucked away in the most uppermost corner of the map. Mm-hmm. Unova and Kalos had it at the centre. Yeah. And I'm not sure Reds, where was Sinnoh's Pokemon League? Was that also in the centre or was that tucked away? That was tucked away in the corner. It was. You came out of Mount... Is it Mount Chimney in that game? Or Mount, Co- Mount Coronet. You came out of Mount Coronet and you went right to the end of the map and then you went back up. It's in the corner. So the last, okay, Maggle. The last two gens have had the Pokemon League in the centre of the region. Hey. And this one does as well. Um, the island that we already know about... Oh, here's the... Th- oh, God, I forgot the name. We know the name of our first island. Well, we at least know the Japanese name of the first island. I forgot you, though. That's <laughs> a problem. Fair so it. prepared for this. I'm um, you, For those who maybe want a bit more in-depth than what we're about to go into, I heartily recommend Game Explain on YouTube. Those guys have produced uh, a 15-minute video just detailing what's on the islands. Actually, like going into detail, putting it against game footage and going, this is where this is, we think this is the path you'll take, etc, etc. Uh, and then they did a 25-minute video on everything else. Those guys are incredible. They are very good at breaking stuff down. So I'm going to do kind of like an abridged version of that, as okay. it were. But our first island, which has a name, but I can't remember, um, we apparently start up the top, 
Now, you're going to have to pull up your own map, listeners, because we're looking at what... Pull up the big picture that um, Serebi has of the islands. And yeah, yeah, and, the, and then look at the second island in, because that's your starting island. The top left. The top left. Um, you will start in the tribal village up top. That's mm-hmm. where you'll receive your Pokemon. Now, presumably, you will be living somewhere in one of these little huts, which is a bit of a weird place for you to move into, but hey, it's a Pokemon game. Get used to it. Um, you will then be making your way down to this blue hut, which is presumed to be the home of the person who gives you your first Pokemon. Um, as a Kukui apparently does live in the village with you, as is the tradition with most of these games, that the professor lives in the same town as you. Oh boy, what a coincidence. Um, you're then expected to go to the first town, uh, which is just shown basically where all the roads are, because this game does have a bit of a fascination with cars. Uh, and I actually have a theory about that coming up uh, uh, later on in this description of the of the region. Okay. Uh, now, it's believed that at least two gyms are on this first island. I can really only identify one building that might be the gym, um, at least from the art we've been given anyway. Um, it's the building with a green roof right at the very corner there. Uh, unfortunately, this is not the most high-res image that we could have possibly got. But trust me, there are big high-res versions of this map that you can go and get, and it's right down on the very um, bottom left-hand corner of the first town. The only reason I think that might be the gym is because it's the only one that doesn't look like a house a house or an apartment mm-hmm. complex. It just looks like this really weird, odd building. So I believe that that's where the first gym is. Now, people have suspected that you then make your way up the side of the region to visit um, some hotels and other things, like a berry farm. Now, there is... A building type that is repeated across the Alola region. It's hotels again. Uh, okay. Hotels are repeated across this because it's an island resort, as it was. Yeah. And it makes a lot of sense from the initial thingy video that showed the horsey resort that I figured might be a water gym. Yeah. Um, which is on the map, by the way. It's there. We can see it. It's in the game. Um, but again, there's a foresty area behind your main village. I'm guessing that there's going to be something tucked away in that foresty area that you need to go and do. You know, that's that's your um, starting forest, as it was. That's in every game, pretty much, I think. It was definitely in X and Y with the Santaloon Forest. It's definitely in Gen 1 with yep. the... Oh, Vermilion Forest. V- uh, Vermilion Forest. Viridian Forest. Viridian Forest, not Vermilion. That's a different town. Mm. Everyone has a forest right at the very start. Yep. This one's got one, too. Uh, now... I'll be like Pidgeys. Yeah. <laughs> Pidgeys and Caterpies. Mm-hmm. All day, every day. Um, there is a beach area on the main strip. Uh, in the promotional videos, we've seen that this is where there are some swimmer trainers with slow pokes, which is confirmation that, of course, this is a multi, multi-generation multi region. Um. So it's not doing what uh, Gen 5 did and going, here, it's just all new ones, live with it. That's annoying. Little bit, little bit. But I suppose now you've made Mega Evolution such a big deal, you're going to want them in the main body of your game as opposed to locked away in the post Pokemon League section of the game, I suppose. Yeah. So that's annoying, but I'll get over it. I'm sure we'll live. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, other than that, there's a snother beach area with some small islands where it doesn't look like you'll be able to do much with them until you actually get surf, which, again, people have hypothesized when you're going to get surf, which is interesting. Um, and then there is a mountain that isn't a volcano, it's just a mountain with a big crater in the top, which I presume has something to do maybe with the second gym. I'm thinking that maybe a grass-type or ground-type gym for the second gym, and the first one being like your standard normal normal old rock or something like oh, that, right. or something along those veins. Mm-hmm. Either way, I believe 
There's definitely two gyms on our first island. Okay. Now, the theory is that because you can see a heck of a lot of boats going around on this map, is that until you get to Island 3, that's the only way you're getting across the region, by using boats. So this isn't something new. This is something that we did in Gen 1 with the SS Anne. It's, it's the same principle. You'll get on a boat, you'll fight some trainers, then you'll arrive at the next landmass. The next landmass is slightly bigger. Um, now, I can't go into details on all the stuff, because again, I might be wrong, and it's all conjecture, but the things that we do know is, and this is where I think the emphasis on cars comes into it, I think there will be a playable car section. I genuinely do. Maggle. Now, take it that you arrive in this town here. Now, yeah. okay, guys, now you're looking at the top right now. Yeah. The second island along. Say that you arrive in this town here. You're going to make your way across through there, past this sort of like, that's where the water resort is. It's right there, by the way. Okay. And then you're going to come to this building here, which looks like a contest hall. Yeah. Maybe a gym, maybe a contest hall. But to the right of it, there is a path that goes through the active volcano. What's there? Cars. I think that you're going to be going through that active volcano in a car. Okay. I think it's going to happen. I did think that showing off vehicles was a bit more of a... Well, this is rather daring move. Unfortunately, I think it's going to be very similar to X and Y's rideable Pokemon sections. Mm -hmm. So I'm neither here nor there on that, but I think it's a damn solid theory. We'll see. It's There's, there's more of them, and they would only put more of them in there if they're going to actually mean something this time around, not just be taxis in... Um, in the big cities. Pretty much. But it just it kind of takes away from the, this is a childhood adventure, if then all of a sudden it's Fast and the Furious. I don't think you're driving the car, I think you're getting ferried, but you just control it. Well, that sounds dull. Yeah, it sounds dull. I never said it was a good idea, I said I this think that's This is like when, it's when you going. go on the ground in Rogue Squadron 3. I was like, mm, I didn't buy this <laughs> game to run around as Luke Skywalker shooting at things, give me X-Wings for God's sake. Yeah, I, I think that's where it may be trying to innovate a bit too much. <sighs> We don't um, need innovation Pokemon. We haven't had it for 25 years. We good. <laughs> we don't need it. Don't fix what ain't broke. No. However, though, I think there might be three gyms on this island. I think there's going to be one in the town here. In fact, I think it's going to be the water resort, water gym. I think there might be one up at the top here to do with the active volcano, fire gym. And I think there might be one here at the lighthouse gym. I'm thinking psychic gym. No, lighthouse, electricity. Oh, yeah, electricity. That could work too. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is the thing. When you look at this map, you'll see a lot of uh, different sort of focal points in the natural terrain rather than the land-built terrain that mm -hmm. Kalos had. But Kalos was very good at hiding its gyms. Like, we didn't think that the fifth gym was going to be the Eiffel Tower, for God's sake. Nope. I know it was called the Prison Tower, but it's the goddamn Eiffel, Eiffel Tower. So, I think that's a trick that this game's going to pull as well. Okay, just very quickly running down the other things. On the largest landmass there is, which is bottom right, this is where everyone's predicting you're going to get surf. You can see a lot of uh, resorts and hotels based on this one. There is a weird floating platform in the middle of some water surrounded by nine stones. If that's not some form of battle frontier, it's a gym. Mm -hmm. There is a Japanese-inspired garden thing with a tower that really harkens back to where you find Ho-Ho in... Gen 2, if that's not a gym, it's the Battle Frontier. Because mm -hmm. I'm, I'm sorry, the Battle Frontier is happening in this game. Uh, and this is the weirdest one that I found. A walled-off city. Oh, a completely, yeah. like, a la Attack on Titan. It's completely walled off. There's going to be a gym in there. Easily. Yeah. So I think we can identify three gyms there. So we're looking at two, five, eight. I think all your gyms are going to be done on those islands. Now, exactly, 
Now we're looking at the fourth island, which you'll notice has one town and one town only. It's right there. Yeah. There's a few huts and the rest is just wasteland. This is because where you get this is where you're gonna meet the legendaries. There it is. There's the pillar where you meet the legendaries from the trailers. Yeah. It's right there. There's also this big fuck off tree. I'm assuming that's gonna be post game. My theory, and at least the theory the game explained put forward, and I really do believe, is that the fourth island is just wild Pokemon. Or just Rude. legendaries. It's a vast, explorable thing with no towns. It's essentially a Safari Zones times ten. I was going to say that, yeah. There is, it's, there is a Pokemon Center at the very bottom, and the rest is just you versus the wild. That excites me like you wouldn't believe. I'm pumped for that idea. I like the fact that we can get all the stuff done, and then it's like, right, it's you versus the wild. It's Bear grills in Pokemon. Welcome to the jungle, motherfucker. You're going to die. Exactly. Well, it takes away... I think it actually adds an element, not of fear, but of challenge. Because as you're going between routes, there's always like, I can get to the end and get a Pokemon Center, or I always end up with an abundance of supplies. Here, I can only go and restock at the one Pokemon Center on the entire island. And if I've got a scale this huge-ass mountain to go find Solgaleo, or work my way round the Badlands to get to this tree where presumably a third legendary lives, or even this other island over here that's only accessible by Surf that has, like, two things on it. There's something there, mm-hmm. and I got to get to it on limited supplies. That's the challenge. I like that. That's a very smart decision. You seem very excited, Michael. I know. Um, this is the first I region I've looked... I worry it's misplaced. The what? I worry it's misplaced. Were you not a fan of how they've set this out? I'm really a big fan of how they set it out, but I'm just worried that you might be reading too much into these things, Michael. Yeah, I'm true. just trying to, to, to just say, you know, it looks interesting. I am glad they've gone with something completely different. We haven't had Oil Nation before. It's a much cooler idea than urban France. Yeah. I was like, I'm okay, urban France. We cool. Also, um, very quickly, before just to interject you, that's got to be the Pokemon League. Everyone's predicting that this giant-ass building is Victory Road. And then the actual oh. mansion at the back is the Pokemon League. That's not a bad idea. It's interesting to have it as we, like... It's always a cave, so it would be cool if it was like a building. A, a big complex, as it was. It's, it's going to be like the raid. <laughs> It'd be really interesting. You know, you watch the shit out of the Pokemon raid movie, dude. Like you wouldn't believe. Yeah, boy. See, there's uh, good okay. things in there. Yes, there is. Any what? additional thoughts on this map? No. Is it literally just me who overanalyzed it? Yes. Okay. Um, cool. I'm going to watch that trailer later. Don't worry about that. I'm going to look into it. But yeah, it, it just looks cool. And from the footage we saw of him running around it. For one, we have dynamic camera angles, like up the wazoo. Grid-based movement is also gone, so that's a thing. What's grid-based movement? You know how you move in Pokemon games, and it's like... And then they got rid of that in the new games, because you can move around with the skates. Yeah. It's that regardless. There's no... Like, like you know how you get the puzzles in uh, in the gyms, and it's like, you have to step on these specific tiles. Yes. Can't do shit like that, because it's not grid-based anymore. Cool. That's good. That's another step towards making Pokemon slightly more modern, but yeah. not too modern. Can't be having that. No, can't a fix more it. Modern. No, no, it's not. Doesn't need fixing. Um, cool. Right. Well, let's get on to the really unexpected thing that happened in the trailer. Yeah. The really kind of out of left field that made everyone go, ooh. Yeah. The Pokédex, Maggle. The Pokédex is a Pokédex. It's a Pokemon Dex. It's a to Rotom. There's yes. a Rotom in your Pokedex, and it talks. 
who seems to be like not nudging Pikachu out of his throne, but really coming up strong as like a new, not the face of Pokemon because it will always be Pikachu, but Rotom is becoming more and more popular because when he first introduced, he was just a novel electric ghost Pokemon that lived in the TV. Then he got all of his forms, which, by the way, I've never been able to actually get out of him. <laughs> like, I've never figured out how. Oh, dude, like, Fridge Freezer Rotom is genuinely a useful Pokemon. I That's really surprising. want the Grass Electric type, because that just seems like a good combo of things. Yeah, yeah, Lawnmower Rotom. Yes. Um, and lawnmower and Rotom. now, so he's gone from what was a pseudo-legendary, he couldn't breed, you couldn't breed Rotoms and, and have lots of them, there was only one. To know apparently there's plentiful of them, enough that they've made a Pokedex around him. Yeah. And he talks. Yeah. And he also has one-for-one sat-nav-style map movements. Sweet. As in, like, you can play on the top screen and have just a, a live map from Pokedex Rotom on your bottom screen. This is referred to as the Rotom Pokedex, by the way, which suggests that this is specifically engineered with the idea that it gets possessed by a Rotom for everyone who has this Pokedex. Mm-hmm. Which is weird. But I like it, but it's weird. It's it's cool that we're now moving towards more like the Pokedex in the anime. Yeah, it's very much becoming Dexter, isn't and it? And I want him to be quirky and sarcastic. That's, I don't want him just to tell me things. I want him to tell me things in a sassy way. Um, I liked it. it, it it's enough in a, It feels like a gimmick in that I don't think this is going to be a thing that will carry on past this game. That's fine, though. This will be, nice be like, yeah, you're right. Like, this will be like uniqueness, Pokemon and me. Yeah, was a one generation thing. I hope that doesn't come back. That's, I, that's the thing. It might do. I walked in, went, well, that's it, stupid. Walked out of the building, never thought about it again. <laughs> yeah, when you get told about it, I'm like, I'm good actually. You know, I don't need to make films with my Pokemon. Oh, yeah. PokerStar Studios, Jesus, that oh, was such a too. bad idea. Yeah, they always put something weird in there. Because Pokemon contests, everyone loved Pokemon contests in Ruby and Sapphire Oms, so we got to keep that fucking in there. Um, but no, it looks it it's a it's a cool idea. It's not like a, a system seller or something. I'm like, wow, I can't wait to play with my Rotom Pokedex. But it's a cool, it's a nice little spin on a traditional Pokemon trope that doesn't go too far. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, a little side note of trivia, by the way, the Pokedex at least on the screen before you click for a detailed description of the Pokemon, uh, shows 2D sprites. So we're now going to get 2D sprites for all the Gen 6 Pokemon and all the new Gen 7 Pokemon. Oh, yeah, I saw that. Yeah, that's interesting. I like how it's very much keeping the old and the new together. Yeah. Whilst also, like, going out of left field to do shit like the Rotom Pokedex. I wonder if, like, I wonder if, are you going to be able to divorce your Rotom from your Pokedex? And use it in battle? Yeah. Hmm, that'd be interesting. Or, if you have to catch the Rotom first before it goes into the Pokedex, and prior to that, it's just like a normal-ass Pokedex. Well, here's the thing. Is Rotom now going to be your starter, as it was? I mean, not your starter-starter, but is Rotom... Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to get Rotom first, and then you're going to pick your starter. And has it got to be a specific Rotom, or can I trade in my many and various existing Rotoms into the game? Can I turn my Pokedex into a fridge-freezer combi-style Pokedex, is what I'm asking. What's that Pokemon? (laughs) 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 I want to be asking, oh, if you can get Lawnmower Rotom and just mow the grass so you don't have to (laughs) repel anymore. No! (laughs) That would be so cool. 
That would be awesome. That, would, that's, that kind of harkens back to all the jokes they were making about the DS before it came out. It was like, it's got two screens and a microphone and a sunbed and like <laughs> and all sorts of weird stuff. Like a part where you can store Funbed 4. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. See, yeah, I, I like that. I was like, oh, that's a novel idea. That could be cool. Um, Very quickly. Mm. Something I want to draw your attention to since the internet... Has gone on, just has jumped on the crazy train and rode it to Stupid Town. <laughs> um, notice the bracelet of our new trainer. On, it doesn't on this fit image. properly in that noise. It doesn't it? fit properly, but more importantly, that's not a mega ring. Oh, it's not a mega ring. Darren. Is it not? It's not a mega ring. Okay. Uh, it is the new sort of diamond-shaped stone. That we've seen on the logo, the Japanese logos for Sun and Moon. Yeah. Now, if you look at the Japanese logos for X and Y, they feature the Mega Stones, like yeah. circular, that weird sort of helix design in the middle, and the sort of opaly style effect. Yeah. Uh, the Japanese logos for Sun and Moon feature this this yellow um, sort of like diamond cut stone. Yeah. I can't find it on here, Darren. But you'll have to take my word. I, I've, seen, I've seen. I've seen. You've seen it. Unfortunately, this looks a lot like something in a Pokemon manga, um, which was called yeah, yeah, the Burst Heart. I wouldn't worry about. That. No, I don't think it's that. However, I do want to point out the anime has just introduced something called Ash Greninja. You saw that? What was that about? Basically, Ash and Greninja, they don't fuse, but they can meld minds so that Ash has greater control over Greninja's actions. At the cost, basically, it turns into a shadow game from Yu-Gi-Oh. At the cost of, if Greninja gets hit, Ash gets hit. Okay. It's 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 weird. Are they bringing Maximilian Pegasus into Pokemon? Apparently. I watch the shit out of Maximilian Pegasus in the Pokemon Here's the thing, though. There isn't a single time in history that the anime has introduced something that then doesn't get put in the games, or vice mm. versa. Save for maybe, like, what was the name of the dude from the Orange Isles? Tracy. Yeah, Tracy. But then Pokemon Snap happened, so... No, but that wasn't Tracy, that was... Oh, no, he drew and didn't take pictures. Yeah. But you you get where you get on coming from. Yeah, yeah. Big features like that seldom get left out of all the media. Mega Evolutions got revealed in the anime and put into the games. Yeah. And people are thinking this might be a thing with your starter. Side note, you've got to feel Pikachu's pissed. Oh, yeah. Like, fucking... 15 years I've been following this twat with a hat round and he fucking melds with this bitch yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm his bottom bitch <laughs> more importantly in the games and like the reaction to all the sun and moon stuff now people are now mad for Rotom and Rowlet and Pikachu's like I'm still the mascot you're all here for me I think because they always add a Pikachu-ish thing I think instead of adding just like another Dedene because we kind of ran out of ideas for that give us Mega Raichu yeah, that'd be cool. Hell, give us Mega Pikachu. An excuse for Raichu to exist. Yeah, give cool. us Mega Pikachu and or Mega Raichu on both. Because they've done it with, you know, Slow Bro and Slow King. Wait, no, Slow King didn't get a Mega Evolution. But Slow King is an evolution, but you can have Mega Slow Bro, so yeah. Yeah, so that could be a that could be a thing. But I'd I, love to see a Mega Raichu. I'm, I'm very worried about the idea of this this Pokemon fusion, as it was. That does sound like a Making its way into this game. And if it's not... If, it, if we're definitely ruling out that it's a Burst Heart, and we're definitely ruling out that it's Pokemon Fusion... Mm. What is it? Well, because it, it's it's clearly not a Mega Stone. That's the problem. It it looks nothing like a Mega Stone. But it could just be a new design of this region's version of a Mega Stone. That is 
an entirely possible thing. Right. I just I just think okay, they always want to add innovation in, in some way. Like like excellent wise was the graphical overhaul was moving away from the isometric version of Pokemon to the the, the, the fully realized 3D one and Mega Evolution. Yeah. What did black and white really add? Black and white was the one where it was just all new Pokemon, which hadn't been done before. Since Generation 1. But, yeah. So they usually yeah. had, like, a new style of oh, battle. But you can't say since Gen 1. Obviously Wait, it wasn't was Black and White where they introduced rotation battles? Yes. Yes, it was. Re- rotation and triple battles were Gen 5. No, triple battles, I feel like, were Gen 4. No, definitely not. Were they not? Definitely not. Interesting. Okay. This feels like a bridge too far. Now, if it's something optional, like, you don't have to do it... Because like, they usually try and fly. When they did Mega Evolutions, they were really heavy-handed with, aren't these the coolest things? But you could ignore them for the most part. If it's something like that... Yeah, don't we know? The Scramble Run didn't have a Mega Evolution in that team. No one wanted Mega Smeagol. We all wanted Mega Smeagol. God killer. <laughs> oh, bless. Uh, I hope you catch a Smeagol in your Nuzlocke Run. I don't know if it's possible. <laughs> you just hope uh, that the game glitches out and just goes, oh, Smeagol. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. I have to catch it, but I don't want to. Um, <laughs> it's like, can't I just throw the Pokeball into the sink? Quick update on the Nuzlocke challenges. I've only just started it as of a few hours ago, and Maggle has not yet started. Yep. So, it will happen soon. So that will be our next episode of Gotta Cast Them All. Um, and that's all we got from the trainers, Maggle. I think that's all the leaves overturned. Now, there are a lot of other um, speculative details about the mm-hmm. games that you can garner from various different news sources, having very different ideas about this. Of course, the best in my opinion, being Game Explain and their two videos surrounding mm-hmm. these. But it's interesting. I think they've... Oh, tell a lie. One last thing. Nearly forgot about it. The ability to generate and scan QR codes is a big thing in the game. And presumably, this is now an easier way to complete your Pokedex, which I like the sound of. It's definitely got the feature if, if you scan this Pokemon QR code. Say, for example, you found a Pikachu. Yeah. As is tradition. Mm-hmm. Um... Say, I have not found a Pikachu. I can scan the QR code from your Pokedex. Yeah. And my Pokedex will go, Oh shit, yeah, Pikachu, it's over there. And it will tell me where to catch it. I feel like this is a perfect way of getting rid of the whole now you have to go and trade 18 Pokemon into the game because reasons. I okay. Feel like, I feel like this is a more streamlined way of just like, the road to say like the Rovan Pokedex will go, Oh, Delibird. Yeah, Delhi Bird's very rare to this region. Whereas in your game, it would be like, oh, Onyx is very rare to this region. Like even though, like, say, in right, okay. so like it's it's because um, version differences, for example. The way I read it was uh, th- this is essentially them trying to take Bulbapedia out of the out of the picture that you can. In an ideal world, the community would find all the Pokemon themselves, and then you can just trade the QR codes to, to fill out your Pokedex as to here is exactly where to go and catch these Pokemon. Yeah, essentially. I mean, I'm still going to be using Bulbapedia to, to pot stuff out, so it feels like it's a little... If we were little, if this was Pokemon Red and this shit was around, then this would be a godsend. Yeah. But if that's all it is, it just feels a little bit like it's, like it's a little thing. I, I don't know. I like the use. fact that it actually marks the Pokemon... Pokemon's exact location and not just like it's in Route 12 it's like, okay, it's, so like say, it's like it's this patch of grass it's in there go and find it that's cool that's appreciated I like that it's it's a, it's a nice new addition it, I, I like anything that it's more makes Pokemon more communal which is what we always want yeah um, but having said that completely Pokedex has been made a lot easier thanks to the global training system 
and also the system that they introduced in Omega Ruby Alpha Sapphire of being able to repeatedly encounter the same Pokemon to get shinies as well. Like, they've streamlined everything, and this appears to be a continuation of that, so it genuinely feels like you could complete the Pokedex with very little effort now, which means maybe it's, it's it's trying to make shiny Pokemon more of a thing, because at the minute, people are getting mad Twitch hours doing exclusive shiny hunting. Mm -hmm. So, like, they'll complete their Pokedex... They'll get the shiny charm, or they'll go, right, today we're going to get shiny Lotad, and it will happen. Mm-hmm. And they'll keep doing encounter after encounter after encounter. And people will watch it and listen to them talk about stuff, and yeah. That's who's the thing, that's the, the beautiful thing. I know who's got the time, but that's like the beautiful thing about the Pokemon community, and I'm glad that they're doing it and embracing it. Unless they react like Ponytail Guy, then it's all for naughty. Oh, that guy. There it is! There it is! There it is! <laughs> this did the Sun 41! <laughs> he was so happy. He spent four days chain playing three Pope Game Boy SPs. Just like, there it is, motherfucker! <laughs> if they all act like him, I'll watch, I'll watch those videos. Yeah, but, uh, fair enough. I'm just like, oh, there's my Shawnee Ratata. Also, we don't have to wait. I think, actually, I think we can like clear, clear that out now. I think that's everything from the trailers. Yep. But we don't have that long to wait until we get. A shed load more Pokemon news. Yes, because Nintendo, um, they're still not really doing E3 in the traditional guise of having no, a not. big conference. And re- and apparently the only video game you're going to be able to play at the Nintendo Treehouse... Which I don't, it, right, you might know this. Yeah, you might on. not know this. Are Nintendo still in, like... You know, it's all in the one big convention centre, yes. essentially. The, yes. the, 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 the conferences happen elsewhere. Yeah. Is Nintendo in that conference thing, or is the Treehouse, like... Adjacent to it, the treehouse is in the convention center. Okay, the only game playable there this year, the only single solitary game you can play there this year is Zelda Wii U. Yeah, I think it's title for it. Yeah, it's still Zelda Wii U. It's still Zelda Wii U slash NX. That's the name. I imagine they're going to tell us what the title is this year. I hope so. But I hope they fucking do it. Yeah. So this is the only. So we're not going to be able to see new Pokemon game players in like people playing it. But they basically come out and said our treehouse show which is their equivalent of their conference these days, will be headlined by new Zelda stuff and new Pokemon stuff. But that's the, I mean, they've said that two of the games will get featured. I think Fire Emblem has got a, a thing, and they will be showing off Pokemon. Fire Emblem, Fates, Destiny, Manifest. Yeah, yeah. Christ, some, Power some, Blade, some Fire Mine. Emblem thing is going to be Sweet. there. As well as Pokemon Go, also making an appearance. Yep. And the Fire Emblem mobile game. Mm-hmm. Other than that, it's all Zelda and all Pokemon. Darren, this was made for us. This is the greatest E3 conference ever. Um, so yeah, hopefully they're not just going to come with a slightly rigid version of this trailer. I'm I'm hopeful for starter mid evolutions. Yeah, if not full lines of um, the starters, maybe our equivalent of Zygarde. As like the third legend. No, I don't think they'll show that off in that trailer. Mm, they okay, haven't maybe. ever done that. Um, I'm thinking. I'm PG, the, the PG equivalent. PG equivalent, yeah. Definitely some new Pokemon. Yeah. What I hope for is not somebody playing it, but just five minutes of just uninterrupted gameplay or something like that. Yeah. Or smaller snippets of a couple of minutes of things like, here's how a new gym looks like. Yeah. Here's how a movement in town looks like. Here's what this looks like. I, cool. I think if they're gonna, if they're leaning basically fifty percent of their show on that if they're going to want to compete in any way shape or form they're going to have to bring a pretty substantial amount of stuff from the game so um, look forward to that yeah um, we'll definitely be talking about that of course and that's 
That's taking place on the Thursday? I believe so. Because I think, yeah, they're getting it the way. I think all the conferences are happening on. They're happening the day. They're, t- they're doing the Treehouse Live the day after the Sony and, and, and Microsoft conferences. Which is a very good idea because obviously that day is just exhausting for everybody who has to watch it, including yeah. me. Have they announced if the NX is going to be detailed? No, no. Wait, but didn't they say last year at E3 we'll tell you about NX next year? Which they have done, sort of. No, they haven't. Well, they've said it's coming and Zelda will be there. Basically, that's about it. I um, I feel like there will be a Nintendo Direct um, sort of like October, November this time. Mm-hmm. Um, and that will be, here's the NX, everybody. It's out March, um, which it is. It's out March. Um, but they have it said the NX does not feature at E3. They're so I'm defeatist at the moment. I'm okay. Oh, come on. If you just made the Wii U, you would be. No, but I mean... I like love they, my Wii U, but I know it's It's like shit. they're not even trying anymore. Yeah. It's just like, yes, Zelda will be then. It might be cool. Oh. <laughs> they're taking too long, though. That's the thing. Unfortunately, this is just more of a problem with Nintendo than it is with, you know, the gaming industry. But just like, a PlayStation 4 has all the cool Sony exclusives, and in the meantime, everything else... Whereas yeah. you buy a Nintendo console to play Nintendo games. Oh, no. And unless it's called the 3DS, it doesn't have Nintendo games. It's which is beginning bit... to look a lot like Sega. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to happen, Michael. Oh, I've said for years it's going to happen. And you know what? I hope Sony buys them. I hope we finally just, get... Just, just to stick it to... Just to say, basically, to do what Vince McMahon once did with WCW. <laughs> to say... All those years ago, we could have been friends. You turned us down. Now I brought your ass and you work for me. That's what Sony can do to Nintendo. Well, they bought Hideo Kojima. What else could they need? You exactly. know. They've brought Siguri Miyamoto. They'll have him work in front of house. On the reception. <laughs> front of house. He'll be the receptionist <laughs> in a little pinny. Um, Reggie's on the bar. <laughs> but it, it is starting to sound a lot like Sega. And I do think that's where... We, I, I think NX will be make or break. I know they said they can operate at a loss for fucking a decade, but... Yeah, they literally can. But it feels like that's all they've got at the moment is their first-party exclusives. So why not just say, you know what, Sony, let's work in partnership. We'll, we'll remain in, in like a third-party developer, essentially. But and That's the thing. I can want at least Nintendo handhelds from now into the future. Yeah, you, why not make them... Why not Sony just says, okay, we're going to drop the PSP line, all of our handhelds, though we now own, D- I mean, now own Nintendo, and Nintendo-branded systems will be all their handhelds, and we'll just have Nintendo games. And we'll just we'll, we'll just put, like, all the good PSP and PS Vita mm-hmm. games, so, like, all the Metal Gears and, like, tear away onto the 3DS, mm-hmm. and then, like, Mario and Zelda and Metroid gets to come play on the PlayStation. That'd be cool. It, I, 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 I doubt it'll happen, but it'd be cool. I think it's going to happen. I genuinely do think that things are going so wrong for Nintendo. Sorry to turn this into a Nintendo downer, but <laughs> yeah. things are just going so badly wrong for the once pristine, bulletproof company that, you know, Sega were just as big as Nintendo at one point, and we saw where that fucking went. True. And it's continuing to go. But, uh, but yeah. For now, Pokemon, woo! For now, optimism, sort of. Kind of. Uh, right, you can follow me at Twitter... At Twitter, you can follow me at Twitter at the Guttridge. Um, I would, if anything monumental happens in my Nuzlocke go, go, uh, playthrough that I film bears mention on there, I will. But I'll probably be saving most of it for the podcast. Um, and you can also go check out our website, www.fairentertainment.com. That's correct. 
You need to remember these it's things. Do- it's common code at UK. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. Jesus. Either way, Darren will, of course, be starting uh, to write for us when that, with one of his articles being a history of the Legend of Zelda. A look yes. back at all of the Zelda games. I've nearly which... played all of them. I won't be playing the Four Swords Adventures, by the way, because Nintendo's made it impossible to get hold of them. I know, right? Right? Well, if you've got a th- actually, if you, it's on 3DS. It isn't. Oh, it was a ambassador exclusive, wasn't it? Yeah, I got it. Are you still got it? Yeah. Oh, we're going to play Four Swords Adventures. Touch me, Raggle. Yeah, boy. Okay. So yeah, that's going to be coming soon. I'm currently playing Oracle of Seasons. Pretty good. Sweet. I actually would like to see you do one on Pokemon in the future. That'd be pretty rad. Anyway, I haven't played all Pokemon games. I never touched uh, the main. The main gems. I've not played them all. You I've, not, all I've never touched Fire Red and Leaf Green because I leave the memories alone. No, that doesn't make sense. You played Gen Three. Yeah, That's but all I, I care about. But I mean, I didn't play. Oh, okay, you just I flat didn't, up didn't. Play. I didn't touch them because I was like, "You are remaking the greatest game ever made." I'm okay. Oh, okay, fair enough. I left the memories alone, Mag. Whatevs. So you can also go to Facebook, Twitter, SoundCloud, and Minds to find us under the username Fal E N T. That's Fal E N T. And in the meantime, we'll see you at E3, I guess. Yay! It's happening. I'm excited for E3. I think it's going to be awesome. Hopefully it is. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.